Welcome to the Empowered Life. I'm your friend, Ern Inyon. This podcast aims to inspire you to create the life that you want to live. If you are not yet a subscriber, be sure to subscribe and get notified when a new episode is posted. Now let's go on with the show. Hi everyone. My beautiful mother-in-law asked me to talk about hope. So here it is. There are three phases of hope. The first phase is hope is a psychological trick. I hope it is going to be sunny here in our place tomorrow because my family and I plan to have a picnic. I hope that the war in Ukraine ends soon because I'm so fed up with the expensive gasoline. We hope poverty will end. Hope in these statements are wishes. Wish means a strong desire of something that is out of our control. We don't have control over the weather. We don't have any control when the war in Ukraine will end. And we are not in the position to end poverty soon here in the Philippines. The problem of using hope as a wish is it makes you restless, anticipating every moment where in fact you have absolutely no control over the outcome. As we anticipate, we forget to enjoy life as it unfolds. This is why it is, psych- it is a psychological trick. It tricks your mind into believing you have control over the outcome. It is a trick because it makes you forget that you need to adjust to whatever the outcome is. It makes you unrealistic. The reality is you simply do what you can do and what you can do, you will do. What you cannot do, you cannot do. That's all there is. Some people, after praying so hard, when things don't go in their way, they start blaming God, even even cursing Him. They become disappointed to the Almighty as if they really had a hand on the situation. It is simply an indication of our inability to adapt to the situation. It is the lack of maturity and discernment. Remember that how you respond to any situation That whole psychological process is entirely your own drama. Your drama has nothing to do with reality. You just allowed yourself to be identified with with how the whole drama transpired that you think it is life. We only suffer because we badly manage our thoughts. Just to be clear on this, this is not about the prayer. Nothing against prayer. We can pray all we want. My suggestion is instead of praying for the outcome, we pray for discernment. We pray for whatever happens, God will give us the strength to do the right thing. The second phase is hope is a way of thinking. Hope is the belief that your future will be better than today and you have the power to make it so. If you just say that hope is the belief that your future will be better than today, period. This is just a wish, just like the first one, a psychological trick. You have to act on what you are hoping so it, bego- so it goes beyond optimism. No one can guarantee what the future will be even we act on it. After pandemic, no one can. However, we increase the probability of having a better future if we act on it. So in this perspective, Hope triggers us to imagine 
what life could be. So how do you do this? First, you need to have a vision and break it down into goals. Goals are the cornerstone of hope. You need to desire your goals. Your desire should be strong enough to, so, you can, uh, so you can achieve your goals. I have conversed with several people ranging from early 20s to late 40s regarding how to have a better future. And it is so sad to say that many do not have a vision about their future. When we interview applicants to work at Trails, we always ask them, how do you see yourself five years from now? Or what is your five-year plan? Sadly, many find this question so hard to answer. I believe it is not about they don't have the capacity to envision. It is more about they are afraid. I believe many people do not attempt to craft their goals because they are afraid to fail. Having no goals means you will not fail. Well, sounds logical, but you will not succeed either. Success is reserved for those who are willing to fail, for failure is just a part of success. In Proverbs 29 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. This is so true. You know, my vision is what makes me get up every morning. It what makes, it what makes me alive throughout the day, pursuing something that will make people around me better, the industry that I am serving, and of course myself. It is what gives me joy and fulfillment. So without any vision, there is absolutely no growth. Without growth, you die in installments. Another reason I believe why many people do not have goals is because of the trauma they experience in life. A relative of mine, let's call him Patrick, had a girlfriend whom he loved so much. But the girl cheated on him and went for another guy. It broke Patrick's heart. It traumatized him to to the bone. After that episode in his life, Patrick never loved again. He got involved with uh, several fling relationships but never got into serious one. He never married until he died because he did not believe in marriage. So when you experience trauma in life, it affects your goals. You tend to aspire for short-term easy goals instead for the long-term ones or avoid making one entirely. This is what we call avoidant goals. I will give you an example. You know, one of my lifelong goals is to write a book. You know, that goal has been in my bucket list for maybe five or six years now. Every every time I think of working on that project, I also thought of doing something else. Usually, it is a book to read or enrolling myself in an online course. And I, I would reason out that I need to enroll on this for our business and for my book project. It sounds logical, but in reality, I was avoiding writing my book. Why am I avoiding it? Because to tell you honestly, I am also afraid to fail. Where is that fear coming from? It came from several projects I had that failed. The only difference now is I figured out how to keep on going. Many people are keeping themselves busy or bury themselves with work or sticking with a company that they don't like but paying well. They would reason out they need 
to save more, but the real goal was to start that business. Avoidant goals regularly happen to people who have not addressed their basic physiological needs. Needs like, where will I get my food, the money to pay the rent, or the tuition of my son or daughter. These needs are real, so they create goals just to address these needs. Maybe that's the reason why you can't get out of that job you don't like but pays well. But in the process, you have forgotten what your real goal is. Please pay attention to avoidant goals. Ask yourself regularly, what is really your goal? After you are clear with what your goals are, then you need two things to achieve your goals. Pathways and willpower. Pathways are the how. I mentioned earlier that you need to desire your goals because your desire helps you find the pathways. At Trails, we provide occupational therapy and speech therapy to very young kids. Many times, we encounter parents after getting the diagnosis from the doctor about their child's condition. They are just dejected or lost every bit of hope. But after a series of sessions with our therapist, they saw progress in their children. So you can see their face lit up as if their hope was restored. When you hear people say they ran out of hope, many times it means they don't have any clue as to how to achieve their goals. When parents come, out, come to us because their children still don't speak or doesn't know how to read or just simply unmanageable, they are looking for pathways, the how. When I look at my son, he is so efficient in achieving his goals. If he wants to create clay models or compose some music, he creates his own pathway with ease and achieves the goal. One of the, reason, one of the main reasons for his efficiency is he has no trauma. He doesn't need to think of uh, if he has food to eat or afraid of making mistakes because we always tell him, you know, uh, it's okay to make mistakes. You know, there's no mistake in creation. The only time I see him going through a traumatic experience is when my wife tells him to finish a homework on a subject he doesn't like. He makes all kinds of excuses not to do the homework. He is so lazy to think of pathways to solve the problem. So remember, trauma blocks our ability to find pathways. So once you have figured out the how, then you need willpower. Willpower comes from your desire to achieve your goal. The stronger your desire, the more you want to overcome any adversity. The thing about willpower is that it is a limited resource. Trauma also drains your willpower. If you are busy tr just trying to address your physiological needs, you may not have the willpower to work on your real goal. When my wife and I attend a conference like the Kerygma conference before, after, con after the conference, I can see everyone is so hyped up, you know, even us, you know, so, motiva so motivated to start anew. But after a year, they needed to attend the conference again be because they have not worked on their goals the previous year. What really happened was fear sucked all their willpower to work on their goals. You can see that every time there is a conference. So again, hope 
is a way of thinking that triggers your imagination to create goals and desire to achieve them. To achieve your goals, you need two important components, pathways and willpower. The third phase of hope is hope is a social gift. Hope doesn't happen in isolation. It happens because we are all connected. Hope happens because of our relationship with each other. Why do we hope for a better future? Because we want to create more memories with our loved ones. Because we want to build a better future for our children. We want to impact others because we hope they too will have a better future. To my beautiful mother-in-law, Every moment with you, mommy, is a memory worth keeping. There are many places we haven't been to. There are many moments that need to be captured. We keep on dreaming because we want to create more memories with you. Hope is born when we start to imagine what life could be. Nurturing hope is a way of telling our children to keep on dreaming of what life could be for them and for the next generation. When we dream, we harness the power of imagination. When we harness the power of imagination, we harness the power of hope. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please rate and review this podcast and share it to your friends. Until next time, blessings always.